on ready here phone connected get all of that what in the hell did you get all of that george you got your feet moving Now here's the high move. Sound effects and all. Shaft to show up somewhere. <laughs> well, welcome Lord, we to need him to. <laughs> try to talk Wacky Wednesday. I'm Donald Wayne. I'm Dennis Lee. And that was just somebody's shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> Man. They're still going. Uh, uh, you, you can't help but to groove on that. Well. All right. What a way. What a way. <laughs> well, it's Wednesday night. We made it to the middle of the week already. After last night's show. Yeah, we deserve to clap for that, Donald. And we're still we're still on after last night's show. That's, okay. That's what the ladies say to me, PP said. I'm not sure right. since we said so many things just now, I don't know which one you're agreeing with. BP, it doesn't matter as long as they just keep saying it. <laughs> yeah, well, unless it's, uh, uh, well, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> the light. Indeed. Well, so. How are I you, Donald Wayne? I'm, I'm, if I got any better, I would need support hose. Oh, I thought you were about to say something else. So very good. Well, how about you? It's um Wednesday. Oh, uh, you know, it was another beautiful day. What can we complain about there? Um, well, you want a list? <laughs> oh, well, you know, as far as I, hey, lift. any day that you, I don't need a ride anywhere. That I, <laughs> that any day that yet. you can, you wake up and see the sun shining. It's got to be a good day. Yeah, see the sun on your bare ass. That's a good day. Um, I'm there's a visual. <laughs> there's that's usually something BP would say. Well, you have to stay up late tonight, <laughs> won't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I got the mine and she got the shaft. Is that the name of that song? Mm-hmm. Or the whole the <laughs> she got the gold and I got the shaft? I don't know. Or oh, the golden shaft. Uh, getting ready for the bike race. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 in training right now, BP. I'm in training. No more than seven Oreos at one time. Oh my. But I do dink, drink dink. I do dink diet cola. <laughs> I do. I do dink I do. diet cola. <laughs> oh, my. You might have too much of it there, Donald Wayne. Well, I think I had you in my wrong ear here. I had to switch these things around. Oh, well, I had a nickel for every time I heard that. <laughs> no. That's... Uh, <laughs> Whoops. Uh, oh, um, boy. <laughs> that, it's Wednesday. It takes me. I might as well go ahead and do this first story. Although I have, <laughs> lost, I have lost it uh, somehow or another. Um, you know, well, I was, no, don't I, be too hard on yourself. Yeah, I'm just, I'll just bring back the parts I can remember. But the the funny thing is I try to go in and I, I'm seriously trying to look for some stories in some of the countries that, that, you know, Podbeam says that are our listeners, we get some of our listeners from. So I'm, I'm looking for stories in Africa. I'm looking for stories in France and, and, uh, what Japan, Paraguay? Paraguay. Well, I, I, I don't know if I can find any Paraguayan stories, but... Um, hey, Jill. Welcome to the show. Hey, Jill. But I, I did... <laughs> I, I was looking... So I said, well, uh, England, you know, Great Britain, that ought to be easy to find some kind of weird, wacky story in Great Britain. And yeah. it wasn't that easy. So the first thing I find that really kind of says, oh, well, that's different... Uh, <laughs> it's turned out it's not in Britain. It doesn't happen in Britain. It happens in Denmark, but, uh, it's in the British, British, uh, news cycle. Uh-huh. And of course I can't find it. So I'm going to have to do all of it by memory, which will make it that much shorter. But there was a story as you could see in the, uh, outline there, Dennis Lee, there was a story about a Danish yes, journalist. I've been, I've been waiting for it. I know you've been <laughs> waiting for that. Actually, uh, I can. I do you can have a probably, clip for that, Donald Wayne? <laughs> oh, I do, but you, I don't. Oh if, no, really? If I'm I visited your show, I could play the clip, but I don't think we can oh, play my. it. Well, the thing is, is, she's she's Danish, and uh, anyway, the whole title is Danish journalist had sex on national radio while reporting from a swingers club. And scandalous, Donald uh, Wayne. I know. Well, you know, and it said something like, uh, you know, journal this, this lady took journalism to a new high. Uh, so she goes to a, a swingers bet. club and, uh, they end up talking her into participating and it's recorded now before oh, you my. get too excited about it, Dennis Lee, well, who's recording it. It's, I don't know. I mean, you you don't. It's not film. It's it's only audio. I don't think there's film. Uh, I, I know that somebody would have to be there. You know, awful close. Yeah. Well, it sounded like there was five or six people with her. I know she's serious about the journalism there. BP, she's very serious, and she said something like, uh, "Well, they translate it because she's Danish, and you 
you know, everything has to be translated. She said something like, well, I had, when I went there, I had no intention of participating, but it just seemed to be such a natural thing to do. And it just made that reporting more in depth, no pun intended, but uh, there wow. is, there is conversation and there is moaning and all kinds of noises, but well, you know. they're Danish. So you can't understand a word to say. So, you know, you really can't be, too offended by it until you get that to the work last. Can, that work can be quite hard, Donald Wayne. Um, so. Well, I hope they never send her send her anywhere where the where the work is real dangerous. If she's going to, I'm sure kinda... it, it, it probably took her a lot to penetrate the ongoings <laughs> in this actual club. So, you know, well, you know, when when you're when you're. <laughs> um, you know, they're they're just more liberal over there in in the uh, especially in uh, Denmark. <laughs> so, well, I think what Donald Wayne was getting at, BP, that the moans may have a slightly different tone to them. So I don't know. Well, and there's some slapping. Uh, <laughs> you know, oh, oh well. So okay. you didn't need translation for that. It, it no? just. But that was a serious story in, in Britain's newspaper. I think that, do I have the site here? It's called Metro, uh, Metro. County yeah. UK or Metro Company UK. And Tom Williams did that report. So anyway, how in the world he ever found that? But um, And I can't even put that on Facebook, probably because of the, the link to the no, audio. Has sex in there. I don't think he can. That's one of those red flag words there. Oh, is it? I don't. Well, it seemed like we've had a few things posted that had a word in it or something. But it's so, you know, she uh, I think she got an award, some kind of award for that, that report. <laughs> I can name what I think it is, but it probably wouldn't. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'd uh, probably yeah, should exactly BP. Probably shouldn't let BP will do it in a minute. <laughs> okay. Well, um, maybe, actually, maybe everybody has to have a, uh, a, a lane, uh, something that they're good at reporting on. Apparently she was part of the air, air insurrection too. So, but only in, the way that by, uh, uh, Schumer said it. Insur- oh, um, okay. <laughs> so, that's that's the only thing I could find from England other than I, I actually I think you uh, found one of the other stories that I, I found in the English tabloid. So, um, oh, okay. uh, and, and oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I thought I thought, well, I bet Dennis Lee goes for that one. So I'm going to do this one. I bet he didn't even see this one. So, well, you know, the, my first my first little story here is um, not, you know, I know it's Wacky Wednesday, so. But this came on this afternoon, and it really kind of, it's one of those things where you can't help but to pay attention to. Um, What, Biden came on this afternoon and uh, was, you know, telling Americans, you know, it has to end, talking about the the illegal gun sales and rogue gun dealers and and all that good stuff. Um, And this came out of USA Today, so they've got a little bit different spin on it. Uh, said President Joe Biden launched a new crime prevention strategy today and a push to take 
on soaring gun violence as Republicans blame a rise in crime on calls from progressive activists to cut police funding. Hmm. Interesting. Biden I didn't watch decided, that. You didn't watch it? No, um, I, could, I couldn't. From, uh... Yeah, I hear you. Um, in a speech from the White House, Biden announced a zero tolerance policy for rogue gun dealers and a new focus by the Justice Department to try to stop the illegal sale of firearms. Biden also emphasized that cities and states can use their portions of the $350 billion in direct aid from Biden's COVID-19 rescue plan approved by Congress in March on public safety efforts, including hiring more police officers. Well, that's very contradictory to what a lot of the liberals want to do. Um, the president's announcement comes as he has been unable to gain Republican support in Congress to pass sweeping gun control legislation. Well, you know, you have to take a look at what's being rolled up into some of these things. And, we, and we've talked about that before, Donald Wayne. Yes. But, um, you know, if they wouldn't, um, if they wouldn't pack it with so much of this pork, then uh, it wouldn't yeah, be as yeah. much a problem sometimes. Pass a dedicated bill that covers one thing and then it's either up or down, but this, this, yeah, that'll never happen. Well, and they're saying that um, Republicans are using this moment of crime surge to fight back and, and uh, make a bid to take back control of the house and Senate in 2022 midterm elections. Well, you know, they won't need the crime to make that happen because of all the missteps and, and, uh, floundering that's been going on from the beginning of this administration. So, um, uh, and then, you know, Biden goes on there and he says, folks, this shouldn't be a red or a blue issue. It's an American issue. We're not changing the constitution. We're enforcing it being reasonable. We're taking on the bad actors doing bad and dangerous things in our community. So, you know, all I'm saying is you better look at whatever, this bill has in it that they're wanting to pass. Um, Cause I wouldn't be surprised if there's not some things in there that um, we would definitely not allow. And oh, being can... that it's wacky Wednesday, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but he wants to, you know, he's the good one of the positive is he actually um, wants to push to hire more police officers um, which should be the case. You can see now crime is soaring. And why is it soaring? Because, um, you know, the cops were made out to be the bad guys and, um, they decided, you know, look, we're going to pull back a little bit, um, because what we're going to put our life on the line because, and, and they'll let you spit on us. No, no, I don't think so. Not, and I'm sure not all of them are acting, are, behaving or reacting that way because they may they took an oath you know to uphold the law no matter what but um listen you know it's, they're definitely making it to where it's not a very glamorous job at all well it makes them also the cops out to be the bad guys they're hey jess but, duck hey jess uh it also makes them a you know really afraid to do their job because they have to second guess themselves now before they intervene in anything other than, you know, blatant, you know, gunfire or something like that. But, 
you gotta gotta think that every time that they see an opportunity to you know that they may have to arrest someone or detain someone that they got to be thinking about it well am i going to get in trouble for this you know yeah and so they're they're definitely going to be making some some changes in the gun law well you know what i say they're going to be making changes they're putting a bill together for it um it's still going to have a little ways to go um they've tried to pass major gun reform for years and years and years um yeah, you know, it's going to be tough for them to get it done. But this article is fairly long, so look at it on our Facebook page. And I promise that's the only uh, real political thing that I have for this <laughs> evening. I just well, couldn't let that go by because they made it such a big deal out of it when he came on this afternoon. Yeah, I like the, the people who come on and, and give the rebuttals and say, you know, again, folks, it's not – I mean – Criminals are going to get their guns. Bad people are going to get their guns. They're, they don't go through normal channels. Uh, the yeah. only ones that go through normal channels sometimes are these people that, you know, are have mental issues and, and do these bad things. But the basic criminal does not go through somebody that can uh, uh, that has to do a background check. So how, yeah. what are you going to do about them? Uh, I heard uh, some people talking today on other channels about, well, you know, they used to do random stops and uh, stops and searches of people uh, when they had probable cause to look for weapons and so forth. They used to do roadblocks around cities, especially like New York, and check people, you know, just do random checks, almost like, you remember the old days? Uh, It may not be that far back, but... They used to do roadblocks to look for drunk drivers. I don't. Oh, I don't yeah, hear well, those have, anymore. Uh, rolling roadblocks. They used to have. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm sure you don't hear about them in the past year because you know traffic's down seventy some odd percent. It was until um, we opened what? everything back up. So <laughs> not out of here. It's not anymore. No. But right. Um, yeah, they used to do the 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 the. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? the drunk driver checks or the, the roadblocks right. and, and then, you know, to check people. And they normally did them somewhere down a road where you didn't have anywhere to turn around unless it's real obvious that you're trying to avoid them and then they right. come after you. Well, they used to do something similar about guns to look for people who had guns and, and check to make sure they had them legally. So I, oh, I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. They were talking about, they used to do that in New York city and some of the major cities. Um, and what's wrong with doing that? It's, it's no more wrong. wrong. No, I just stop somebody. And and that way you're probably going to find some people that are illegally, uh, in possession of firearms. Um, but yeah, I mean, if the cops can't even protect themselves when they're in public with all the, the stuff that they were doing to them, you know, the protesters that were throwing water on them and, and other things as well, throwing bottles at them. They, they weren't even allowed to protect themselves. So, jeez. They were Boy, saying nice. today that it's that's one of those professions. That, you know, it used to be uh, people could say, hey, yeah, you know, why don't you consider law enforcement, especially people coming out of the military? Um, but they say it's hard to tell anybody that anymore because – there's such a negative connotation to being 
a policeman in in the media's eyes anyway. At least that's the the way they make it look in this country. Right. It's a shame. But yeah, criminals. Yeah. Hey, Joe Biden. Criminals do not need background checks to get weapons. So what you going to do about that? Is that in your bill? Bad boys, bad boys. What you <laughs> going to do, do when they come for yeah. you? <laughs> um, National Gun Registry just says I don't think such a thing exists. Right. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Real interesting to see. But look, this is Wacky Wednesday. That's all the political stuff I have, I promise. You think? Well, yeah. uh, since I couldn't find my article about the... Uh, the, the Danish journalist, I was going to just mention, I saw something here just caught my eye. It was that Donald Trump was interviewed by, I think, uh, who was he interviewed by? It says David Brody on just the news water cooler. I don't know who that is or where it is, I but have no idea. I have no idea what that is, but he, Donald Trump told this, uh, interviewer, David Brody, that, um, he never admitted defeat in last year's election. He said, I have not conceded that election. <laughs> so I'm mean, not that it really matters. Uh, but he's saying that he never admitted that he lost that election. Um, oh, really? Yeah. He said during an interview last week with Sean Hannity, Trump said, shockingly, we were supposed to win easily at 64 million votes and we got 75 million votes. And we didn't win. So what's wrong with that? Uh, he did say a little bit about President, uh, Vice President Pence. And he said that if former Vice President Pence had sent disputed election results back to the state legislatures for a review, the nation might very well have had a different president right now. But here, and this will be the last thing I, I think I'll be the last thing I say about politics tonight is mm-hmm. uh, I've said it before. I still think that thing, that little fracas that went on January the 6th was about stopping them from that whole process. They never finished. Right. No. Oh, what Thank Mike you, Bill, Pence may have done. Because it wasn't right. overturning the election. It was only going to send it back to the states to just, you know, to um, debate it or, or review it or whatever he's calling it here. It wasn't to overturn the election. It was to go back and look at these situations of voting issues and see if there were any legitimate claims. But they were not allowed to finish. Everybody got so upset about what happened. What did they do? They went in there and said, let's get this over with. And they approved it. So. Right. I still think that's kind of what was uh, planned. So I'm done with politics. I think, honestly, I'm not making any promises because, you know, I'm easily set off. (laughs) I know you are. All it takes is just a, just a look. Okay. And you say? Um, am I you're next. To, am, am, I, am I supposed to say what? Yeah, you're supposed to say what, and he said what. Uh, okay, well, I can do this. All right. This, this one I, I mean, didn't lose. I'm just reading the 
You're reading the thing. Uh, You're off the rails. The, the, <laughs> George, the other thing that I found in international news, boy, it's tougher than you think. I mean, how hard should it be to find stories in India and stuff? The only thing I could find in, in India was talking about uh, the pandemic and, and the the surge in, uh, in, in uh, cases there in India. Um, right. Oh, and I did find a story about uh, do not expect to find toilet paper in India, which I thought was kind of a weird thing to pop up. But did you know that? Interesting. Uh, that but I mean, a lot of European countries, uh, toilet paper is not a normal thing in a lot of European countries. Well, this is true in India as well. Yeah. Yeah. They Carry your own. Faucet. Take your own. Yeah. They use <laughs> uh, water there, Donald Wayne. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I could, I could, I, I have a couple of issues with that itself. Uh, with yeah, the bidet, bidet. There you go, with the bidet. bidet. Uh, I thought it was a water cooler. I don't know. Have you ever seen one of those that you can install on on your your existing toilet? Have you ever seen one of those makeshift bidets that you can buy? No, nope. Nope, I never even looked at it. I got asked to install one one time by one of my customers. I had several things to do, and they said, oh, can you put this on our toilet? And uh, it's a little contraption. Uh, it's not very big, but it has some tubes and pipes, and um, I accidentally squirted myself with it in trying to test it. So uh, I just, you know, I think it was fairly expensive, and that's... They asked me what I thought about it, and I said, uh, good luck. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> um, so anyway, in um, Barcelona, Spain, this story comes from. Uh, I think we've had a few people uh, listen to us in Spain, if I'm not mistaken. But this, the title of the story is Man's Body Found Inside Dinosaur Statue After He Tried to Recover His, his Cell Phone. Now, when I post this, you can see it's it's a stegosaurus. And I've looked at this picture several times, and I can't figure out how the man got inside the dinosaur. But um, anyway, it says the body of a missing man has been found inside a dinosaur statue in Barcelona, Spain. The 39-year-old man's body was discovered in a papier-mâché stegosaurus statue outside the cubic building in Santa Coloma, uh, whatever that is, in Spain. Uh, after police said a father and son had noticed a smell coming from the dinosaur. Uh, the father saw the body through a crack in the stegosaurus's hollow leg and alerted the authorities. A uh, spokesman for the regional police told the Guardian they believe it was an accidental death and no violence was suspected. The man had been reported missing just hours before his body was discovered. Um, According to local media report, the man was reportedly trying to retrieve his cell phone that dropped inside the statue when he fell inside and was trapped upside down. I still, when you see this picture, if anybody looks at this picture, just kind of let me know what you, how you think he might've gotten inside the dinosaur. Um, it's, you know, uh, it does have a hollow leg, but I'm not quite sure 
how that would cause you to fall upside down in the dinosaur. Um, police are waiting for the results from his autopsy to determine how he died, and the statue has since been removed. Uh, it's an accidental death. There was no violence. It took. It looks as though he was trying to retrieve a mobile phone, which he dropped. Which I, you know, he must have stuck it in the dinosaur's mouth or something. Maybe he was trying to take a picture from. I have no idea. Could be. Um, that's a uh, that's a sad way to go, right there. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, hey, it is. Laura. Hey, Robert. Hey, welcome, Laura. Welcome, hey. Welcome. Roberto. Oh, Robert's on the line. Yeah, here. Robert's. He's dangling here with us. Well, hell, hey, what's up? Um, let's give the clap to Laura and Robert there. So and everybody else in the chat. Let's Robert, did you call in and talk about the dinosaur? dinosaur? Hello, oh. Robert. Well, I see oh, a picture. No. Is this the real Robert? I'd... Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Yes, that sounds like the real Robert. Hey. Okay. Oh, what dinosaur? It's a stegosaurus. A oh, what a saurus? A stegosaurus. That's the one with the fins running up down its back. It's got a spiny little little tail, spiky tail. And <laughs> where did this dinosaur come from? Well, it's a paper mache. It's it's in Spain. Uh, it was used to promote. It says it's used to promote an old cinema. Um, and some guy supposedly dropped his cell phone inside the dinosaur and and crawled in there somehow or another. I'm waiting for somebody to tell me how. And he fell in upside down and died inside the Jeez. dinosaur. Uh, just I think, a little more explanation than that, I think, from the Barcelona people. But... <laughs> That's all I have here. There is a little video that goes with it. So when I post it, you can click on the video and hopefully it won't be in Spanish. How the, are you, Robert? Uh, good. <laughs> well, so did you start, did you do the show? Did you start your show last night? <laughs> no, I didn't do my show last night. Why not? Oh, you you two are waiting for me to do a show. Well, I I don't know. I'd use the the term waiting. I don't know but, about waiting. But, anyway, um, but I'm curious. We, yeah. Um, I might do one tonight. <laughs> well, good, Robert. You do it. You know, you just do it when you feel like you're ready. That's the way we do it. Yeah, we just. There's there's no pressure. It's just uh, you got to be in the frame. That's right. In fact, last night I was wondering whether we would be in the frame at all, but we did get through well, it. We muddled through somehow. It's you know. Um, did you hear asleep. about the? <laughs> yes. Just what happened? I'm nothing. I'm. I'm looking at my cookies again here. Oh, success, uh, success cookies. Are those the uh, uh, chocolate chip cookies? Yes. Well, actually, yeah, white chocolate chip. <laughs> oh, they do have white chocolate chip in there too. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I like them. And, and with macadamia and nuts. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's a little early very, to start on the food thing tonight, but. Very nutty. Um, you know, there's a story about a, a, a dispute between some neighbors that caused them to cut a tree in half. <laughs> um, so. Is that legal? Um, I don't know, but there was a, some photos circling, uh, circulating online to show what happens when uh, neighbors, you know, um, conflict is taken to the extreme. Uh, what it is is a tree that's located on the very edge of uh, one property has been allegedly sawed in half vertically by the next door neighbor, and photos from the scene are prompting people to weigh in, Donald Wayne. Hmm. Um <laughs> Uh, does yes, look kind of odd yes snacks for everyone um <laughs> the 16 foot tall fir tree belongs to 56 year old barat mystery of water thorpe um, you say per or fur uh, who uh, a fir a fir tree fur per fur fur okay say fur who's say how fur? fur is it to the store how fur okay i'm going fur <laughs> It'll be several days. Um, so, <laughs> according to the news outlet, he and his family were gutted when their neighbors took such drastic measures to clear the driveway of a 25-year-old tree's overhang. You know, clean up your yard. The, the conflict between Mr. and his neighbors, um, Graham and Irene Lee, Began about a year ago. It's been a, there for 25 years, and we've trimmed it into a ball shape with an agreement with the neighbors, and he or with the neighbor, and he's been fine about it. So recently, however, the Lees allegedly expressed that the birds living in the tree were too loud and created a mess, just a pooping everywhere. Um. So the mystery told the uh, Wells online that. The neighbors started off by putting black bin liners in the tree to stop the birds from sitting there. Then last week he said he was, um, I think a trash bag. Oh, okay. So then, um, he said, uh, the last weekend he said that he was going to get a tree surgeon to cut it down. And we asked him not to, but they came on Friday and they did it. A tree surgeon. Apparently, um, the trees are a little more difficult to get rid of over there. Said so, uh, we were absolutely distraught. We pleaded and pleaded with them not to do it, but their mind was made up. The tree was coming down. Um, <laughs> and then um, he said, "My neighbor just casually walked into my front garden and cut the ivy off our sidewall." Uh, shared one resident user about their experience with a, a garden war. Only a meter or so into our garden, but still a slight violation. Uh, another person said a similar story with their family's fig tree was overhanging into the neighbor's property. Said two times a year they had the most delicious figs anyone could ever imagine and invited the neighbors to partake of them um, the sweet succulents of their figs, if they <laughs> wished. Uh, but then they finally forced him to get rid of the tree. I've never anyway. heard of a succulent fig, Dennis Lee. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, you, 
figs are fuzzy on the outside. It's kind of hard to suck a fig. <laughs> well, well, have you ever seen anyone suck a fig, Donald? No, I have not, but I just, <laughs> I, uh, I have not. But oh I just think it would be I, difficult. I, I've, I'd you know how, not see it too. What, you know, when, when you try to eat fruit that's a little fuzzy, it's, it's kind of hard. And it gets the fur gets stuck in your teeth. Uh, I'm guessing extending an olive branch would meet a similar fate, joked one Reddit user. But yeah, apparently you can see these pictures online. We'll post this on Facebook. So hey, if you got a tree hanging over your neighbor's yard, you better watch out. And you better not cry when they cut that bad boy down. <laughs> so, well, you know, yeah, that would, I know legally here you can cut any branches that are hanging over into your property but uh you know you can't you can't go too far with it uh i've got actually (laughs) neighbors on two sides that have branches hanging over in the yard that are going to disappear one day oh no uh no i've never eaten an unpeeled kiwi jess (laughs) mine are always sliced have you seen the little miniature kiwis they look like grapes yeah. Have you seen those? Yeah, yeah, I have. Those are weird. You ever pop one of those bad boys in your mouth? That's pretty weird. The texture. Oh. <laughs> uh, I was at Costco today, and there's they carry some pretty exotic fruit there at Costco from time to time. And, uh, yeah, they do. Publix I'm always the- tempted to try one. But... Um, I don't know. You know, you have to buy a bushel of anything up there. So I'm afraid to buy uh, something that I wouldn't like. <laughs> well, have yeah. you ever had dragon fruit, Donald Wayne? I haven't. Not that I know of, but uh, I've heard yeah. of it. Yes. I've always wanted to eat one. I've just never. I like to squeeze them when I go to the grocery store. Oh, well, you're um, one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a stress ball. Yeah, um, well, awful, except then you put it back <laughs> somebody well, yeah, else. I mean, you, that's why you got to wash things off when you bring your groceries, your produce home from the store. You never know who's been fondling it. Are you one of those I people will, that I, thump your melons? I thump a melon any chance <laughs> I get because um, you got to make sure you get, uh, you get one that's ripe. It <laughs> yeah. has to sound just right. You know what the sound is, you know? Uh, it's kind of more of a thud, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. Um, kind of a thud. Yeah, don't squeeze the charm. Well, whatever happened to Mr. Whipple? I guess he passed away. Well, I'm sure he's uh, he's left us. Because yeah. he this was what that was from the seventies, I think. Uh, yeah, he's probably gone. I wonder if he used to get heckled when he was out in public, and people would hand him rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> or they would want them they would want him to squeeze their roll of toilet paper. <laughs> well, he he probably hung out with the uh, Maytag repairman, you know, so he would have a company. Oh, this is true. This is true. <sighs> well, Donald Wayne. Okay. I'm still thinking about the fruit thing. I was trying to think of this exotic fruit that I saw today and I can't think of the name of it. Anyway. Exotic fruit? Well, it was a yeah, a Costco. It was something. You Have like you ever figs? Gone to, um, Here we are talking I about do food like figs. again. 
Huh? You do we like had, figs? Uh, we've gone. Yeah, we've gone. There was an abandoned farmhouse behind um, the Mrs. Uh, other house, and we used to go once a year. You can go back there and just pull figs off of it. the huge fig tree they had over there. I mean, they were just going to rot anyway, so uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's some good stuff. Yeah, but, you know, they're just they're a little fuzzy. Um, you have to be careful of getting them off the trees, too, because uh, insects love those things, love the figs. But my grandmother had two fig trees when I was young. And uh, that's where I learned to love the figs. Okay. I like fig jelly and fig newtons. And- fig newtons? Yeah, I love yeah. fig newtons. Now they have. I haven't seen uh, sing Figaro every once in a while while I'm in the shower. So. Oh, that's the noise that I hear coming down the valley. <laughs> <laughs> that would be what one may call it. <laughs> <laughs> noise. Um, uh, you like kumquats? I I do not. No. Okay. All right. Well, how about dates? One more food. Dates. You like dates? They're good, but you got to watch them. You never know when a a, a curious little monkey is going to sprinkle a little sprinkle poison. poison on those things. <laughs> a bad yeah. bait. They've gone bad or something like that. Mm-hmm. That was a great catch he did, he made too in the movie. Just you know, Harrison in- Ford's film and another Indiana Jones movie. Uh, He's filming. Yeah. Actually, he just got injured. I think he injured his shoulder uh, here recently trying to film that movie. I think he's in his 70s now, I believe, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he's got to be. He is, yeah. I remember him being on the cover of People magazine and one of the uh, as the sexiest man of the year, and that was probably, golly, that was probably two thousand, maybe early two thousands. So was that back when he was doing uh, Patriot? Is that Patriot Games, or is that in the nineties when that came out? I think the Patriot Games came out in the nineties. Hmm. The Tom Clancy stuff, yeah. With Jack well, Ryan, yeah. Yep. Now we have a new Jack Ryan now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So mm-hmm. we haven't had a little quiz in a while, Dennis Lee. You up for a little quiz? It's not really yeah. a quiz, but just see how up you are on your American history. <laughs> okay. Let's see, go for it, Donald. Boy. See how how well you do. Actually, since you've, you know, it's been less time since you were in school than myself. You know, these should be easy for you. I don't know that's saying a whole lot, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll try to go through these quickly, and uh, we'll see where we are here. Okay, I'll skip over some that aren't um, aren't. The most fun, but just just to see if you know this, what city was the first capital of the United States? Do you remember what city was the first first capital of the United States? First capital? Mm-hmm. Um, 
on some of these, I may give you some multiple choices. I don't have them here. It either had to be in the northeast or it had to be in the southeast. Well, that narrows it down to the east coast. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely right. on the east coast. Okay, well, oh, here, I'll get... BP have it? Is it Philadelphia? Uh, that's a good guess, BP, but no. Oh, man. No, actually... What about Phil... New York? Phil... New York. Did you look it up? Oh, who said New York? No, hey, Jess, Jess, I'm sorry. Jess, I got it. I'm, I missed it again. That screen is on my left and I didn't catch it with my peripheral, but well, give, yes. uh, give Jess stuck the clap. Right. She deserves well, it. how about some cheer? <laughs> I think we've already given her the clap a couple of times. So, um, <laughs> but yes, New York, New York was the first capital. Uh, but of course, uh, you know, Philadelphia, I didn't know this, but Lancaster, Pennsylvania, also BP was a capital, uh, just for one day, Baltimore, Maryland, uh, let's see, Princeton, New Jersey, Annapolis, Maryland, Trenton, New Jersey. All of these were, have been capitals of the United States at one time or another. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. But just, just, I didn't know short Lancaster was. I didn't either. And I, I have relatives in Lancaster, PA remote relatives but they're still relatives okay who first discovered america dennis lee um jeez and it's uh, some <laughs> some some conquistador <laughs> well i'll just it was actually it when i see this name i think of an actor and maybe i don't know a lot of people would know this but leif erickson was he Erickson, wasn't he a wrestler? <laughs> no, he was a Norse, Norse, N-O-R-S-E, explorer. Uh, but oh, he a was, narcissist. Yeah, actually, it says that Columbus never stepped foot on the continental United States. So, yeah, not quite sure how he got credited with discovering America. Maybe all these people that are upset about Columbus Day, uh, should chill out. Maybe they should actually be mad at Leif Eric Erickson. So, um, we should have a Leif Erickson day. Yeah, uh, Magellan would have, would have. That's a good. That's a good one. Um, so, Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, one of the questions is where did the Pilgrims land in America? Do you know that one? That's kind of. Well, I'm going yeah. to imagine they didn't land on Pil uh, at Plymouth Rock. Yeah. Um, they say that's an incorrect answer and that we actually are not sure where the, the, uh, the pilgrims first landed. But um, says the only reason we currently think the Plymouth Rock is the spot is because 121 years after their arrival, a young boy overheard a 95-year-old Thomas Fossey, Fonsey related relate that his father, who came to Plymouth three years after the Mayflower, told him he heard from an unnamed person that they landed there at Plymouth Rock. So that's what twice removed hearsay. So yeah, at least. So nah, next Plymouth Rock. What did Paul Revere shout on his midnight ride in 1775, Dennis Lee? Uh, the, the British are coming. 
That's what people say, right? That's what we've heard all of our life. Well, that's what we've been made to believe, Donald Wayne. I know. Well, supposedly we've been lied to all these years. Um, I knew it. The correct answer is the regulars are coming because uh, back then no one used the term British, this article says. Um, had Revere been yelling the phrase he's best known for, he not only would have been a, attracted a lot of unwanted attention, but no one would have had any idea what he was trying to say. So actually, you think about it, it probably wouldn't make sense that he'd be riding through there saying the British are coming, uh, especially when you didn't know who you could trust back then. But they said if he said anything at all, it would have been the regulars are coming. Um, do you know the names of the uh, of the uh, ships that Columbus sailed? I mean, it's not a... Um, yeah, go ahead and let us know there, Donald Wayne. Cause... Well, we've always been told it's the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Marie, right? Right. Well, it was the Santa Maria and the Santa Clara and an unknown ship. The Santa Maria was indeed the name of one ship, though the crew called it the La Galegla after a province where it was built. The second ship was the Santa Clara, but was nicknamed the Nina due to the fact that they, it was owned by a man named Juan Nino. Finally, the third ship wasn't officially deemed the Pinta, but the name that was given to it by the saucy sailors who were inspired by the Spanish term for the painted one or prostitute, Oh my! Was what they actually called the ship back then, <laughs> the painted one, the prostitute. That sounds wow. like something the sailors would name a ship, you know. Yeah, I reckon. All right. So, why does the Liberty Bell have a crack in it, Dennis Lee? Um, they rang it too much. <laughs> they rang their bell too much. Now, the truth is that it's. It has it's always had cracks in it since it was first created, according to this article. Again, I'm only going by the article. It says, but the truth is the bell has been suffering from repeated cracks since it was first poorly cast. Um, they've tried to patch it a number of times, but it, it still ends up cracking every time they um, try to ring it. Thus, it was retired uh, let's see, I don't know about the Civil War. Who paid for the Statue of Liberty? I thought it was a gift. <laughs> well, we've always been told that. Um, but actually, New York City had to scramble to crowdfund enough money to pay for the giant granite base that the statue sits on. So I, France did give us the statue, but uh, New York had to pay for the the large base that it is mounted on. So in other words, you know, they had to kind of help pay for the statue. What was the deadliest well, battle in American history, Dennis Lee? On American soil? Uh, no, it just says a uh, deadliest battle in American history. It could be through all the wars. Was it, was it Gettysburg? Um, Actually, it was the Battle of Antietam. I thought you were going to say something about the the uh, World War One or World War Two. 
but no, no. there was uh, 4,414 confirmed deaths, uh, allied deaths at D-Day. But at the Battle of Antietam, outside of Sharpsburg, Maryland, 23,000 American casualties occurred during that battle. Wow. That's why they say the American Civil War, there was more people killed here than all the other wars combined that we've been in since then. So Jeez. that's a lot of people. Yeah, that is a lot of people. But you, you figure the, the mode of war back then with muskets and, you know, people just basically running headlong. You know, those poor people in the front of the line that did, led the charges. Jeez. Yeah, that's a suicide mission. It is. Well, that's the way the British did all their, their fighting. You know, they put those guys up front that were expendable and, you know, hopefully you send enough people that the opposing side runs out of, uh, you know, musket balls. All right. Hey, okay. Um, I say, we know why the pilgrims came to America who invented the first car, Dennis Lee, you know that, um, Henry Ford, I thought. A lot of people say that here in this country, but that's incorrect. Again, according to this article, Carl Benz, the man behind Mercedes Benz, invented his first automobile in Germany in 1885. By 1889, Benz was exhibiting his Model 3 commercial vehicle at the Paris World's Fair. Henry Ford's Model T didn't hit the market until 1908. Oh, wow. Scandalous. Scandalous. See all these lies? They've been lying to us all these years. Um, Do you know why they (laughs) nicknamed Chicago the Windy City? Um, Because of pig flatulence? (laughs) Pigs? They have a pig issue in Chicago? They may I, have. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know that. Well, actually, most people say because it's, it's really windy in Chicago, being on the you know on the lake and all, and the breezes and the winds. But no, they actually the term came because uh, of politicians in the city were considered windbags. Oh, very good, Justuck. She got it. She Did she get it? A cheer again, Donald. Oh, Wayne. all right. Way to go, Jess. Okay. Who? All right. That's enough, folks. Okay. Uh, uh, sit down. Simmer down now. Get simmer your drink, down. popcorn. Who invented the light bulb, Dennis Lee? Well, I'm going to guess it wasn't Thomas Edison, then. <laughs> and you would be right if you said that. Um, <laughs> they're not exactly sure who invented the light bulb. But um, he said 37% of Americans think that Benjamin Franklin invented the light bulb and plenty of others would opt for Thomas Edison. Neither man was truly the first behind the particular innovation. The basic idea of using electricity to create a light was first investigated over 200 years ago by the English chemist Humphrey Davy. I've never heard of Humphrey Humphrey Davy. Yeah, but Davy uh, faced the issue of finding an affordable material that burned brightly and was long lasting. 
So Davey uh, had a like a like a like a bunny. Yeah, like an energizer. So what Thomas Edison did is he he's create he was uh, credited with creating the solution by inventing the carbon filament light bulb. So, you know, he was involved but he didn't actually invent it. Uh, we can go past Betsy Ross. Do you know what happened after Pocahontas met John Smith? <laughs> Do you no, know? I don't. I don't know how where we can go with that story. Uh, a lot of people think that uh, <laughs> that Pocahontas fell in love with John Smith, or they fell in love with yeah. each other. In reality. Pocahontas was just 11 or 12 years old when she met John Smith. So yeah. that probably wouldn't have worked very well. Uh, and while she may have saved him from being killed by her father, there's no evidence that the two fell in love or lived happily ever after. She actually uh, was held captive for the English by a while. And then she converted to Christianity, changed her name to Rebecca and when she turned eight, uh, 17, she married a tobacco planter named John Rolfe. Oh. Uh, oh, Rolfe. Yeah, she had two sons. Oh, she had a son, and they eventually moved to England, and she actually died at 20 or 21 years old. Hmm. Jeez. Who invented baseball? Do you know that? Uh, no, I don't have the answer to that one, Donald Wayne. You're not going to say Abner Doubleday? <laughs> uh, no, I, I I wouldn't. I might offend somebody. <laughs> Abner Doubleday. No, it's actually Alexander Alexander Joy Cartwright who invented the game. Uh, but all signs, uh, let's see, in addition to founding the New York Knickerbockers Baseball Club, he was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in '38. Where his plaque reads, a father of modern baseball. Uh, let's see. What species, now you know this one. What species did Benjamin Franklin want as our national bird? Um, a crow? <laughs> no, most people say a turkey. <laughs> oh, okay. Was it not an owl? An owl? No, it wasn't, wasn't an owl. It was a turkey. <laughs> in 1784, in a letter to his daughter, Benjamin Franklin wrote about the new American seal and the bird emblazoned on it. For my own part, I wish the bald eagle had not been chosen. He is a bird of bad moral character. He does not get his living honestly. <laughs> you may have seen him perched on some dead tree near the river where too lazy to fish for himself, he watches the labor of the fishing hawk. Um, but he he had actually uh, suggested the turkey. He says the turkey is, in comparison, a much more respectable bird uh, with a withal of a true nature native of America. So, all right. Who was the hmm. first president of the United States, Dennis Lee? Well, I'm going to guess it wasn't... Uh... It wasn't Washington. <laughs> and you would be correct. It was not George Washington. 
Uh, George Washington was the country's first elected president, but he was not the country's first president. Uh, during the Revolutionary War in 1775, Peyton Randolph was the first and third president of the Continental Congress. Um, I don't want to read all these names. John Hancock holds the distinction of serving the most time as the president of the Continental Congress over two separate terms, the 4th and 13th. He served more than 1,000 days in the role. All told, there were more than a dozen presidents before George Washington took office. How about that? I never knew that. But I guess it's all in how you perceive the question. Okay. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, let's see. One more thing here, just about the Wild West. What was the Wild West really like, Dennis Lee? Most people say... Violent and lawless. Is that right. kind of the picture that comes to your head? That's what I think about. Yeah. Untrue. In actuality, the <laughs> wild west. Yeah. And <laughs> the wild west is pretty tame. To take it from John Wayne and Butch Cassidy, the old west was an unpredictable free for all, just one region wide, decades long brawl. Thing is, that's all a myth. Uh, Peter Hill, a senior fellow at the Property and Environment Research Center, puts it this way. The violence of the Wild West is largely a myth. Even the gunfight at the OK Corral, perhaps the most storied shootout of the entire era, resulted in relatively modest body count of three. Gee, I don't know if that's, you should minimize the fact that three people were killed, but... So, yeah, it wasn't as wild as they say it is, or we think Jeez. that it was. But, you know, you think about all the movies we saw of the Wild West. I mean, they were always chasing robbers. There was always somebody challenging somebody uh, it, coming into town over a gunfight or looking for a reason to challenge them. So, well, this is true. This is true. So, Draw your weapon there, partner. Did you call me a name? Yeah, you talk about my mother like that. <laughs> you, you go 20 paces, you turn around and shoot. Yeah. Well, that's, well that's, since, since we're talking about rednecks, how about this? I <laughs> actually had to do a last-minute change on one that I was doing because this came up, and I don't know that, it, that we could pass this one up. Um. There was an event over the weekend, Donald Wayne, called a Redneck Rave. Have you ever heard of that? Does anybody here? That sounds familiar for some rave? reason. Was it in well, Alabama? It was, no, it was in Kentucky. Oh. Um, and I've got to get one of my, I'm going to have to give one of my coworkers from Kentucky a whole load of it tomorrow when I see him. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to play this little clip. There we go. I thought I'd lost you. 
Was that a redneck? <laughs> Mama hey, better wash your you mouth tell? out. Hey, 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 hey. Anyway, we won't play that clip. I was unaware. I apologize. Um, So a massive country music festival in Kentucky this past weekend started off on a rocky footing. Said the police found meth, marijuana, and an open bottle of alcohol in the very first vehicle they stopped. Um, One of the people in the car had two active warrants out for their arrest. We were like, well, this don't bode very well for the weekend, said County Sheriff Shane Doyle. Um, by the end of the five-day bash, dubbed the Redneck Rave, a man had been impaled, a woman had been strangled to the point of unconsciousness, and a throat had been slit. Uh, in all, Edmondson authorities arrested 14 people and charged four dozen people from five states. And they've got a picture of it. It look, I mean, it looks like a rave. It's a lot of lasers, a lot of green lights, probably a lot of illicit drugs. Um, Rednecks have lasers? Yeah, yeah, they do. Shoots right out of their eyes. Um, <laughs> so the guy that put this thing together uh, was a country rapper named Justin Time. Um, and he took, uh, this took place in Blue Holler Off-Road Park and drew a mm. crowd of tens of thousands of people doubling the population of the unincorporated town of Ollie. If you've ever heard of Ollie, Kentucky. I think I have heard um, of Ollie. It's so small, it doesn't even have a stoplight, Donald Wayne. That's how small this town is. So I imagine this is probably a big, um, you know, uh, a big boost for their economy around there. Uh, Redneck Rave promoters bragged that they had sold more than 20,000 tickets. Um, said the biggest country party you'll ever go to, it boasted. So, uh, so one person's, uh, one person slit a friend's throat and remains at large. A 29 year old man had allegedly strangled a woman until she passed out. And one person lost the better part of a finger. And another one was impaled when he drove a side by side over a 20 <laughs> or two to three inch log, a uh, two inch log that broke through the bottom of the recreational vehicle. Paramedics left the log inside of him. As they airlifted him to the hospital. Inside of this him. This is a terrible, yeah, it is a terrible. Well, you know, and this is another one of our, our um, you know, things that we share. Um, a public service <laughs> message from Tristalk. Be careful when you go to anything that's called a redneck rave. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Um, Justin Time, whose legal name is Justin Stowers. So this was the biggest event we've ever done, and and with as many people and random things that popped up unexpectedly, I feel like we all handled it very well. Did you? Did you really? Because when somebody ends up with a log in the middle of them, like their person, that's a problem. That's not a good time. Um, there were so many intoxicated people, we just decided, <laughs> if dispatch sends an ambulance in, we're sending a deputy in with him, said Doyle. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that sounds like a great time. And the pictures show people. 
Yeah, go right ahead, Norway. No, finish your thought there. I don't want to. Well, no, I mean, it's just you can see the pictures. I'm going to post it on Facebook here in a second there. They found a big old puddle of mud, and they're slip sliding through it and rolling around in it. So, um, so you said yeah, the guy like lost a better part of a finger. What is the better part of the finger, Dennis Lee? I think it's the one in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, the knuckle? The, the oh, my I goodness. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> what do you consider the better part of your finger? Oh, gosh. Well, I can I've... afford to lose this one. Um, yeah. Let's go, let's go with that. I can, I'm losing a nail, and it probably won't yeah. miss anything. But Yeah, he gave his only knuckle. So, <laughs> yeah, take a look at that on Facebook. That's <laughs> quite a sight. And we may know somebody who had actually attended that said event. So, uh, it it wouldn't surprise me. I just didn't know rednecks went to raves. Uh, I didn't either. Was when that was that rap that, that before you had to cut it off quickly that they were doing? Oh no! I no. That was just two guys talking. So oh, I thought I heard some yeah. rap going on in the background. Uh, whoa, whoa, there, DP. Uh, that's that happens. Um, yeah, they, well, they don't, I tell you what, Jess Duck, look there on Facebook, they don't wear much. Um, the mm. mud is covering up their birthday suits, it looks like. Yeah, that's they're gonna be digging that, 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 uh, that clay out of them for a little while, or that mud out of them for a little while. So, yeah. Interesting. I've never been to one of those, I guess. Uh, well, in, in a rave, isn't that just something that ha- happens spontaneously? Or, or I guess they do have to plan uh, it, though, don't they? Oh, oh plan it. I said plan for, it. Yeah. Oh, oh. well, <laughs> some of them have been known to worship different planets, Donald Wayne. Um, <laughs> no, uh, a rave involves a lot of techno and illicit drugs. Oh. Um, usually, so rednecks um, and illicit you know. drugs. Ah, uh, mm. yeah. It's well, well, and then look, people get their throat slashed and they get choked out. So, um, you that's, can see that's not a good combination. I'm going to pass those kind of gatherings. Yeah, in. I think so. I, think so. I didn't, You know, when I go somewhere, I want to go somewhere for fun. I don't want to worry about bodily harm. Yeah, well, yeah, bodily functions really. Um, geez. What a mess. Jeez. Uh, I think I actually have a planet thing here in my next little piece. Uh, uh, we're looking forward to it. I so are you ready for me to partake of this? Oh yeah, go right ahead, Donald Wayne. Um I think we've done some signage stuff before, but I don't remember any of these. Hopefully, forgive me if I do one that we've done in the past, but I'm going to start out with a mild one. There's some here that are a little bit borderline more than others, but there's a, um, so this is just uh, from, oh, what site is this? I don't guess it really matters. Oh, it's from Pinterest. Okay. It's just signage, different signs that people have found that have, when you read them, they're just a little bit goofy. Some are provocative um, and silly. All right. 
start out with a, a, a headstone that says, I saw something flash. Oh, okay. There's a headstone and a graveyard says, I told you I was sick. <laughs> Bastards. It has at the bottom. I don't know if that's a oh, real wow. thing or something that somebody photoshopped in there. Uh, there's a restaurant sign. It looks like an old one from an old restaurant. It says, eat Jessica's family. Um, huh. <laughs> it's the eat is coming down uh, vertically. And then Jessica's family is horizontal across there. I bet they are. <laughs> <laughs> Here's here's a sign outside of a out of a I guess it's the family video because there's several different signs on this one particular sign, but under the family video sign it says now hiring part time positions because Tom sucks. So they're looking for somebody <laughs> to replace Tom. <laughs> you know, I never liked Tom anyway. He's always such a pain in the ass. Uh, and, and he sucked. There's a sign at Newcastle Tramway Authority says touching wires causes instant death, two hundred dollar <laughs> fine. So I don't know who they're going to well, get that money from. I mean, that that should scare them if death doesn't. So here's a place, a furniture store says free handcuffs with every bed frame that you buy from this this uh, this. Furniture now, oddly store. enough, they probably sell a lot of that depending on what state and city they're in. So, <laughs> I'm not sure if this next one is, is real. It's a stop sign and a street sign. And you never know nowadays whether things get Photoshopped. But on top of the stop sign, the street sign says Katie's Crotch Road. Uh, I swear it's on there. I'll... <laughs> And here, here's a little girl friends that lived on that road. Here's the little girl that's got a, like a little dry race board. She looks like she might be six or seven years old and she's drawn a little smiley face and I guess heads of people in her family. And she says, I love my whore family. So she, uh, the <laughs> <misspelled> whole, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess she maybe. probably knows her family better than everybody else. So, you know, call them like you see them there, little one. Here's here's one of our favorite places, Dennis Lee. It's a Taco Bell sign. It's under the drive thru. It says, now hiring all shits. So, <laughs> somebody might want to check these people who. Well, you know. <laughs> In these times of, uh, you know, these are difficult times to get employees. Donald Wayne, we got to lower our standards. Um, so, and sometimes now, it'll just take the shits. You know, some of these, all you can get. some of these small businesses, you know, they have to get creative sometimes to get attention, right? So here's right. a billboard on a, it's a fairly expensive billboard on some highway and it's from Ace Hardware. It's an Ace Hardware, uh, advertisement and next to ace hardware it says need a good screw so oh wow uh and here's My one goodness. for the army it's same kind of billboard it's one of those big fancy ones and it's got a, several soldiers in there 
in the picture and it says U.S. Army, we're proud of our privates. So, well, I mean, as you should be. There's <laughs> uh. a warning sign before you uh, get to a bridge. It says, do not hump. Humping this bridge has caused death and permanent injury. I have no idea what that means. And humping they know a bridge. for a fact. <laughs> Hump, humping yeah. a bridge. Well, that's one of the lessons you learn in life, Donald Wayne. Here's, you, don't, here. <laughs> you don't kick a snake and you don't hump a bridge. So, you know, every once in a while, you stores, go. you know, with these concrete floors, they have to go in and they, you know, they have to clean them and sand them and, you know, paint them or coat them. Here's a sign in a looks like uh, like a Walmart kind of thing. It says danger stripper in use. Keep out. So, well, you know that uh, that's another good public service announcement. There. Um, here's here's one out. You want to make sure you step back. Oh, hang on a second. Here's here's one at a. I guess it's a restaurant. It says we cheat tourists and drunks since 1929. We cheat. Oh, wow. I guess. I guess that was supposed to be we treat or we serve. I don't know where they were going with that one. Um. Okay, hang on. I hit. Okay, here's a restaurant. You like seafood, right, Densley? Uh, I gotta be in the mood for it, but yeah, I've been known to eat it. All right. Well, here's a seafood restaurant called Krabby Dicks in Delaware, um, Marketplace and Grill. And the sign underneath says, "Dip your balls in our semen sauce, <laughs> open for lunch." So that's uh, wait, 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 Krabby Dicks. Wait a what? second. It said, "Dip your balls in our semen sauce." S-E-A-M-A-N. Well, I totally expect BP to chime <laughs> in on this one. <laughs> it's spelled correctly. There's nothing ugly about the spelling. It's just... Jeez. That's the thing, and that's they the probably thing about got a commercial that <laughs> runs on TV up there with that on it, too. Uh that's the thing about the English language. We, you know, our words mean so many different, or, you know, they sound like they mean so many different things. Uh, here's the, uh, now you, well, I won't go there, but you've, you've, have you ever had your windshield repaired? Have you ever been to one of those glass shops? I have, that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is Glassmaster's Auto Glass, and the big sign out front says, show us your crack. So, well, well um, you know, crack is whack, Donald Wayne. <laughs> Be careful. Here's the uh, Farmer John's restaurants. It says gourmet. Uh, well, I don't know if it's a restaurant or a product. Maybe it's a product. It says that Farmer John's, we're proud of our little wieners. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here's the. the wise guy's haircuts, facials, waxing, massage, manicure, it says underneath, if we can't make you look good, you ugly. <laughs> so <laughs> here's the, here's a sign outside of a movie theater and there's three movies showing and they're, you know, they're listed one on top of the other. And 
So I'm not going to pause in between. I'm just going to read them like they have on the sign. It says, Pirates Knocked Up Shrek. So that's the three movies that are showing at that particular. <laughs> mm. It's... Mm. That sounds like one of those theaters that I don't go to. <laughs> Here's um, the McDonald's. I don't know where it is. It, uh, I'm sure somebody did something to the letters out front. It says, start your morning with a sausage in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> one one dollar. <laughs> okay. I'll pass on that, uh, McDonald's. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> nothing... I'm, I, I'm not here's, even going to do it. I'm not. Here's one. I don't know what kind of business this is. It's it's one of those signs that you can change the letters. It says, thanks to Sandy, we were out of condoms, rolling paper, and beer. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm hoping they're talking about the hurricane and not the, the neighborhood uh, individual there. Here's a... Uh, Here's a uh, sign on a roadway where they're doing construction. <laughs> and it's, you know, one of those flashing signs they put out on the road. It says, yeah. uh, you'll never get to work on time. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so, so, oh, that's cold-blooded. I, I think I would have run over that one. Another yeah. McDonald's sign says, try the new. <laughs> no, jeez, okay. Try the new anus pounder. Well, that's odd uh, that you bring that up, Donald Wayne. That was going to be the name of the first mission to Uranus. Or maybe that was the captain. The Pounder? That was his name, yeah. Pounder? Anus, heinous Pounder. He was Irish. <laughs> um, interesting. Uh, <laughs> here's, here's the restaurant... They're being truthful. You know, they're just telling you right up front their policy. Buy one beer for the price of two and get the second one free. (laughs) (laughs) Mark, can you believe what they're doing, man? That sounds great. Let's run down there right now. Here's Um, here's a sign at a bagel shop says, please use tongue or tissue paper when making your selection. So, oh. oh gosh. Uh what's huh. wrong here's, with people? Here's, you like yard sale signs? Here's, I do actually. Well, I mean a, yard sales. Here's a yard sale sign that says yard sale, divorce, hurry before spouse gets home. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, gosh. Oh, well. All right. I think, let me see. What a world. Was, what a world. There was, world. Uh, uh, gee, there's some here that don't make sense unless you can actually see the picture. But uh, there was one about your favorite planet, and I can't seem to find it. Uh, well, here's one. <laughs> here's another. Gee, it seems like some of these seafood places are kind of skirting the line here. Here's a um, seafood place. It's got a sign out that says, I got my crabs from Dirty Dick's Crab House. So uh, not sure oh what part of the country. that I believe these are northern Lord, restaurants. 
I can give you the address if you uh, if you're interested. No, anything with dirty in it, I'm not uh, into as far as a restaurant goes. All right, the last thing. Uh, well, <laughs> don't judge me, Chestuck. <laughs> the last thing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Tell him, Jess. Uh, attention. <laughs> Please be patient with the bartender. Even a toilet can serve only one asshole at a time. So. Oh, wow. There you go. I like that. They make yeah. a shirt out of it. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> All right, Dennis Lee. I'm, I'm done with this. I can't find the one about your planet, but uh, mm. I'm, I'm upset because I really wanted you. Uh, oh, what, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me do this one. This, this is from the Golden Dragon because I didn't pick on any Chinese restaurants. So this is a Golden Dragon Chinese restaurant. Sign says all you can eat buffet, not mean day buffet. You know, come stay four hours. You eat, you go home. So that's what it says on this sign. Oh wow! The Golden Dragon. Actually, I think. We, well, you know, have you seen those people that go to a buffet and and they camp out? No, I, because oh, the, the times that I've ever gone, I haven't stayed that long. You know. Well, I mean, um, you know, when I've halfway had... through your meal, you've seen enough people finger the food that, you know, you really can't eat anymore anyway. <laughs> I haven't been to a buffet in years for that very reason. Hmm. All right. Um, hey there, little kid. You gonna you gonna <laughs> eat that? They're uh, you just trying it out for mommy over there. Yeah. Yeah. It, this I I gotta. <laughs> It says, oh, I can't, I don't, can't tell what the name of this place is. It's something cleaners, Bal, Balford or Balherd or drop your pants here and we'll, you will receive prompt attention. So I bet. (laughs) 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 All right. You got to get me out of this before I, I'm sure there's uh, something I missed. I hear, I hear you, Eric. Yeah, I, I've never seen it, but like I said, I've never spent enough time in there to to know. Oh, um, did you ever go to Shoney's when they had their their breakfast buffets? Uh, yeah. Anytime I was on a trip, you know? yeah, I saw a lady one time. This is no joke. They can't. We were waiting. My little group was waiting for bacon, and so I'm sitting there waiting for bacon. I'm not only about three or four tables away from the buffet. And they come out with a huge platter of bacon and they plomp it down there in the little thing in the center. This woman runs up there and grabs two thirds of the bacon and puts it on this plate before we can get up there and, and get any. So I had to go ask the guy if they could bring out some more bacon. <laughs> it's just some people go berserk with buffets. Yeah, they do. Like, they're not going to bring any more food out there at all. <laughs> you know, like, like watching that's... them like you're at a casino watching for somebody who's played on the slot machine for two hours. <laughs> you know, it's like, I know it's going to get, it's going to break as soon as I get there. Jeez, uh, Eric's on the line. Hey, Eric. Hey, hey gentlemen. Eric. Um, I'm speaking of Shoney's. I mean, I've not eaten at a Shoney's restaurant in years. Um, but I think, like here in the Atlanta area, there there are not very many Shoney's locations. The the only 
two locations I'm aware of. There's one over on Thornton Road. Like you take I-20 out past Six Flags, and you have to climb up Six Flags Hill to get to Thornton Road. Right. And and I know there's one over in Duluth around like Sugarloaf for 120, but I've not been able to find it. Assuming it hadn't already closed up shop, but I don't know if y'all might have any up around like Cobb or North Fulton or North DeKalb or or Forsyth. Um, I think there's one on 41 over here, Eric, somewhere. But you know, you're right. A lot of them did close down because I think they just, you know, that that way they of, just couldn't keep up. Yeah, they just. They just weren't that modern, and and I, I, th- uh, I actually saw one of the servers bring out um, some um, grits one time, and I was having a, a company meeting there, so we were watching for them to set the food out. And she put the she spooned the grits into the thing, and then she licked the spoon, and then she put it in the grits. She just put on the on the hot plate there and stirred them, and. Uh, so that was. I, I, actually, I wish a I wish a health inspector had saw that because that would have really reduced their points or shut them down. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, of course we didn't get any grits that day, but uh, yeah, it was <laughs> Good just. On you. It's. I think they've closed a lot of them down. It's just those aren't as I big mean, a thing as they used to be. I mean, and they've even shut down a lot of like underperforming Golden Corral locations, including the one over on Highway seventy eight over in Melbourne. Um, the only. Locations that I know are still open are the one down in Conyers, the one over in Winder, and the one over at Indicator over at North Druid Hills and Lawrenceville Highway. Um, but I don't know if y'all still have a few Golden Corral locations in y'all's area that are still open or, or if they've had to like close up shop because they were underperforming. Oh, we have one on Barrett Parkway over here, Eric, that uh, does a booming business. And this one actually had to shut down. Gosh, maybe 10 years ago now. It's been so long, but uh, somebody actually died that ate at that location. It was some some kind of salmonella issue or something. Oh, food poisoning. Yeah, and um, they shut it down for a little while and, and revamped things. But, uh, yeah, they oh, yeah. do a booming business over here, even during I mean, and COVID. I think, uh, um, and I think um, they have a Duluth location that's still doing well, but they closed down their Buford Sugar Hill location right there at I-985, I noticed when I went to the barber on Monday. Yeah, it's, I mean, the buffet I, thing I, I is... Know that, I know this is not a good time for buffet restaurants anyways. Oh, uh, well, as I was talking about the other, maybe Sunday night, we went out and got sushi on Friday night, and there's a, like a Farmer John's kind of buffet place next door to the sushi place. And that thing, I mean, there's, it's it stays full. I mean, people just pack in and out of that place. You know, just because you can pay one price and and eat as much as you want, so that's a popular thing out here. Still, um, I, I hadn't been to Chinese buffets in a few years, but but the that story I put in chat of like the couple that me and my grandmother had, had saw at a Chinese buffet that was like an old Shoney's building. Um, that's been like fourteen, fifteen years ago. Yeah, we had a Chinese buffet years ago that opened up in the area and it was brand new building, brand new concept and everything. It didn't last very long. The health department shut it down. And I used to enjoy going in there because you could get as, as many of the items that, as you like, uh, yeah. shrimp fried rice, you know, chicken fried rice and, and, uh, 
egg rolls and just the works. You could get as much as you want and go back repeatedly for, you know, one price. But uh, they shut it. <laughs> the health department shut it down. I think one of the last Chinese buffets I ate at um, was like two years ago. But I, I just haven't been in the mood to go back to a Chinese buffet because, like, to me, um, it's like the quality of the food has really like gone down. Or if you look at look at the food, like you're you're being served. Um, to me, um, um, I just don't like when food looks stale and dry, like it's overcooked. And and I definitely don't like food that's been picked over. Right. Yeah. It's. it's... It's just not the same. I mean, there's so many issues today with the the cleanliness of the the stores and everything. It's and then, kinda... and then, parents letting letting kids under a certain age go to the buffet bar unattended when you know they have rules that, that are posted that explicitly states that ch- children under the age of ten must be accompanied by an adult. Yeah, it can get messy. But um, I just thought I'd weigh in on that. But um, good talking to y'all this evening. Oh, good, well, good talking to, he- to you, Eric. Good to hear Thank from you, you Eric. Well, um, I look forward to seeing and hearing from y'all again soon, but I'll be back down in chat. All right. Thanks. Thank you, Eric. Oh, he deserves a clap, Donald Wayne. <laughs> clap. We, we got to get something else here. How about a... How about a uh, well, there's nothing else on there, Podbeam. I'm going to talk to him about that. Mm-hmm. What is this one? Oh, that's just that. Why is that comedy? Why do they have that name, comedy? I don't know. They don't seem very what, entertained, am I funny? do they? Am I a clown? That's. <laughs> <laughs> That's just one of one of the great lines, one of the great mm-hmm. scenes of any movie. Okay, well, I'm I'm done from here, Dennis Lee. I guess we're gonna wrap it up like a pretty package. Um, pretty paper, pretty. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> what? Yes. Uh... Okay, I, I, what is that? I, I thought I found the Uranus one, but I, I. Uh, well, when you find Uranus, you can let us know, and and Uranus is always up for a conversation. So. <laughs> um, I don't uh, know. <laughs> uh, how about? We'll be ready whenever you Mr. are, Mister Happy Crack says. This is a billboard. A Mr. Happy Crack says a dry crack is a happy crack. So I, that's where's that drum sound you had? That drum, <laughs> the uh, that one. <laughs> yeah, I know it's hard to to look at it. If you hit this, uh, if you hit this sign, you're going to hit this bridge. Okay, I'm done. Uh, oh boy, I, I don't think you are. I, I'm, I'm here all night. <laughs> um, well, um, if, you know, if you're a Twitterer and uh, you like to do that kind of stuff, um, do that to us at Tries Talk WG Moon. <laughs> 
<laughs> and if uh, you have suggestions about the show, um, you know, want to send us weird pictures, BP, and, um, you know, just anything that you'd like to chat about, do that at tristalk69pts at gmail.com. Um, Uranus, Missouri. Well, we will pull that up. Um, we'll pull up Uranus in Missouri tomorrow night and make oh, sure we I, have that on here. I found it. Oh, did I you find it? it? Yeah, I think oh, I think go. this is it. All right. Okay. <laughs> That's it's. I'm sorry. It's a. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. It says exit 163. It's a highway sign. <laughs> Billboard says Uranus Fudge Factory. The best fudge comes from Uranus. I swear. That's on here. And uh, here's, here's a website. Uh, make sure you... Huh? Sir? Uh, what did you say? <laughs> it says www.uranusmissouri.com. So if you want to look that up and order some fudge, www.uranusmissouri.com. Okay. And um, put that on Facebook too, Donald Wayne, because I'm <laughs> sure there'll be a plethora of people trying to get fudge from Uranus tonight, um, <laughs> especially if they've got a good deal on shipping. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> if you would uh, also make sure to hit that follow button if you're a new listener to the show or haven't done so yet, we would appreciate it. You'll get updates on new um, shows that are coming up. And... Uh, make sure to follow us on Facebook at Tries Talk, where we post all the episodes of the shows and mini pods, which Donald Wayne, you've been burning it up with the mini pod circuit. And, um, you know, put pictures on there and all kinds of good stuff. So follow us on there as well. Um, and, you know, you can actually find us in all these other places as well Twitter, um, Spotify, Amazon Music iHeartRadio, Pandora, LinkedIn, Listen Notes, and Player FM. And we are on every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern. And uh, with many pods in between. And, you know, we greatly appreciate you. Thank you for being here. We love you. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you very much for spending time with us tonight and allowing us to be silly once again. Um Although we started out a little serious and probably can get serious tomorrow night because our president in chief was on the news today. So what are you, you got a printing press going there? Oh, (laughs) no, 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 I'm sorry. I was trying to get things in order. Order. I didn't get a harump out of that guy. Uh, gosh. Okay. Uh, where was I? What was I talking about? Hey, go youth. Welcome. Oh, I haven't seen you in a long time. Oh yeah. Welcome hey. The show. You need to visit. <laughs> uh, did okay. you look it up, Jeff? Well, did you already look it up? Make sure you post that on Facebook, Donald Wayne. I am. I am. Um, okay. I'm. Uh, <laughs> It, uh, it And it's actually, I understand it's a little hard to be quite as funny when you're only listening to me describe it. But when you see it, it's like, what? 
can these people actually put these things up in public? <laughs> oh, gosh, there's some more here. All right, uh, where was I? Oh, the closing thought for tonight. It's just short. Censorship is to art as lynching is to justice, according to Henry Louis Gates, Jr. How about that for simplicity, Dennis Lee? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay i do <laughs> i do I all do. right well thanks again everybody for spending time with us tonight hope you come back tomorrow night when we get serious and maybe even a little bit heated you think dennis lee indeed maybe? indeed indeed i'm going to unscrew the light bulb donald wayne oh wait this wait wait wait, wait 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 oh who's happened what, what happened? all right you can uh the hell you can, you can hey this is coming from your your site so uh, uh, somebody I'm, get the five dollar bill out it sounds like the ice cream man's coming down the street i want a, fudge I want a pop. push up oh yeah. how push about up. A, a bomb pop uh, how about you um, i mean how many push-ups can you do i got a got a fudge sickle hey how many push-ups you got there, <laughs> stay safe everybody Thank you.